Hello everyone, and welcome to the Gems of Rock podcast, where two best mates talk all things rock and roll. I'm DJ, and I'm here with my co-host, DB. Hello. This is part two of the best movie soundtrack little competition that we've got going on. If you've not listened to part one, go back and listen to that, and then come back and listen to this one, where we'll be discussing the final two categories and the final of this show. Thank you. So I say, I say we pick up the, the pace, literally, and we go to the fast tracks. Sure. So these are all tunes. There's a bit more upbeat for one, one reason or another. So again, our eight tracks are in order from one to eight. Eye of the Tiger mm-hmm. by Survivor, using the Rocky films. Uh, Men in Black by Will Smith in Men in Black. Yep. Uh, Lose Yourself, Eminem, Eight Mile. Oh, yes. Uh, number four, we have Independent Woman Part One by Destiny's Child, used yep. in Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. At five, we have Ghostbusters, Roy something junior, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, six, we have Staying Alive by the Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, seven, we have What I've Done by Linkin Park, <laughs> um, used in the first Transformers movie. Yes. And criminally, criminally at number eight, we have New Divide by Linkin Park from Transformers 2. <laughs> um, so we'll start, and I'll put it out there. DB is going to try and swat down New Divide as early as possible because I pr- almost prefer it to what I've done. It's one of my favourite Linkin Park songs. You say that like, I fucking love New Divide. It I know, but, but, but you love what I've done song. so much more. Great, I do, yeah. Prefer what I've so, um, this might be the first time I feel like swatting the number one seed out of the way, but let's try and be fair and... Diplomatic. Yeah, rational about it. So, Eye of the Tiger is our number one seed because it was a number one hit. Spent 33 weeks on the chart. Mm-hmm. Four of them as a number one. New Divide... Only peaked at 19th and spent 14 weeks on charts. So under le- less than half the time on charts, mm. 18 positions lower. I feel like I, I can't look past Eye of the Tiger. Just that bum. It's monumental. Boom. It? Like it's synonymous with the training montage. Yeah. You know, like the Rocky training montages, you know, up the steps. Yeah, yeah. Punching meat. Yeah, you know, in the grey tr- tracksuit and the hat and all the rest of it. And just... Yeah, Eye of the Tiger is synonymous. Because it was, used, was it Rocky Three he was so used in. Good. Um, I don't think it was the first. It was one of the later ones, wasn't it? Give it a Google on your phone while I'm talking. You know, it's simple. Mm. Not always a bad thing. It can get a little taxing. Again, we often talk about Guitar Hero on this song. I remember playing on Guitar Hero, and as much as I wasn't very good at it, I found it a bit odious and monotonous, hitting the same. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, can we just like mix it up a little? But so there's that. New Divide, however, I love Linkin Park. We'll do an episode of them at some point, no doubt. And what I love about New Divide, and I always bring this up whenever we talk about it, is the use of its mu- its instrumental and its musicality within the film itself, Transformers Two. Whenever it's about to hit the fan, Michael Bay uses that. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, and you know, there's those little parts, that kind of electronics. He uses it like through, yeah, throughout yeah. the film, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just love New Divide. Honestly, it's like we said when we first started. I'm trying to remember. Like, I prefer New Divide. Is I the Tiger the better movie song? Because the whole point of these are movie songs. Now, are we arguing that the like which song I just prefer in general, or the better song for the movie? I the Tiger is the better song, probably again culturally. And maybe, but again, New Divide is so strong. I want to put New Divide forward. Do you agree with me, or am I being a bitch and I'd, I the Tiger? I'd go I the Tiger. <laughs> Just no, no. because yeah, it's no, no, massive. No, and that's what I mean. And New I, Divide. I, I, I'd rather listen, sit and listen to New Divide every day. It's, it, but I the Tiger is monumental. It's it is a powerhouse. That's why. Yeah. It's the, that's why it's the number one seed. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> it hurts it actually it physically pains me I love New Divide so much I know you do I remember like a few uh, there was some time in between lockdown 7 and 22 <laughs> um, we were sat at our mate Mike Mooney's house uh, yeah, yeah. up in his little man cave yeah, yeah. and it came on and we're all four sheets of the- this, this podcast we're mentioning how much we drink we sound like right piss heads I mean we are both a little bit hungover today like if we're being a <laughs> oh, I think like, I am massively no <laughs> no I had Tiger fine but I just remember I was bl- singing it yeah yeah, like, yeah thank yeah. god his wife wasn't home at the time and she'd gone out for a girl yeah. now or something because we were being right dinguses right, I had the Tiger moving forward <laughs> uh, uh, 
condolences. Press F to pay respects for <laughs> New Divide. So, maybe I'll get a bit of retribution here and smack another Linkin Park song out. Or maybe put one forward. We've got Men in Black versus what I've done. Okay. You know, the way Will Smith nailed Men in Black. Mm. So catchy. You know, obviously, it used the... Um, I forget what song. It's not an original instrument of the music to it. It's d- done before. Um, I'll have to Google it. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, an I've older tune. It's like a, se- like a like, 70s. Oh, this is Men in Black. And it's yeah. not. It's um, something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. The actual core song itself isn't Men in Black. It's something else. Ah, Patrice Rushman's Forget Me Not. Mm-hmm. Forget me in that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bit. So it's one of them. What I've done. It's the Gems of Rock podcast. What I've done just slaps that. You know, in the guitar. You know, and in the music video in the desert. It's so. You know, good, like I love what I've done. What I've done is one of my favorite Linkin Park songs. It's Men in Black mega. is so so funky, and the the film's cracking. You know, it is. But Men in Black's a better film than Transformers One. But. Mm. I think this is where the number seven seed, like, because again, the song we both prefer what I've done. Yeah, yeah. Would we ever put on the Men in Black theme song? No. Unless it was some kind of themed fancy dress night, no. 90s nostalgia or some shit. We're not putting it on, are we? No. So it, what, what, what I've done is going forward. Yeah. And it's criminal. It was uh, charted that low, to be fair. Like, men, did I say what Men in Black did? Oh, yeah, it was uh, number one hit, 19 weeks as a, on chart, four as number one. Whereas what I've done peaked at six. To be fair, that's pretty good. Yeah. Breaking into the official UK charts at six. But anyway, three versus six. I reckon this will be a pretty quick one. We've got Lose Yourself. Yep. And Staying Alive. Oh, fuck. Lose your, I got Lose Yourself instantly, but Staying lose Alive you, by the Bee Gees I know. I, massive. And again, event. like, it's not you, a... again, culturally, how many people know that and yeah. how many people, like, it wasn't he, didn't he use, use for um, chest compressions? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Vin Jones. Vin yeah. Jones is in the advert. Here's yeah. a body I prepared earlier. Because <laughs> like, I remember my, when my mum, like, my mum was a nurse, she used to t- tell me about uh, chest compressions. It used to be done to Nelly the Elephant. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember my mum first told me Nelly, but apparently they changed it to Staying Alive because it matches the same cadence. Yeah, the same and, BPM. You're literally saying Staying Alive, so I, I get why they did it. Um, I mean, yeah, it is a fantastic song. It is, yeah, culturally massive. But again, you've got and, the connection and, to lose. And yourself. I love the stuff. Like every anyone that's even if you don't like Eminem, I can wager that you'll probably like lose yourself. Yeah. Or you'll know lose yourself, or you'll be happy to lose yourself. And I just love the story. You know, in the music video, where he's writing it on. He's writing the lyrics on the bus. And he's kind of got that scrap of yeah. yellow paper. Yeah, yeah. That's actually how he wrote it. Yeah. He was on the way to the set, or just sitting down on set, and he just yeah. came up with "Lose Yourself." Like, not many more iconic Eminem songs. Well, there's too, there's too many Eminem songs to pick to say they're iconic. Yeah. But it's in the upper echelons. You yeah. know, it's up there. In, no. That one is the story of kind of how he came to be, isn't it? It's, it's such a strong and powerful song. It's, uh, it's, it's mad. So again, I'd prefer it. I'd rather watch 8 Mile. Yeah, it, I it, would. It's charted better. Again, it's that might be a more age thing. I'd rather watch 8 Mile than... Um, it's Saturday night. Saturday night. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, maybe it's. A, but fuck it, it's our age. If we had, yeah. if we had all the people doing the podcast, they can tell us we're wrong and they can rank it different. But I'm putting lose yourself forward if it's me. Ah, uh, yeah. And then we come that. four and five. Um, Independent Woman Part One by Destiny's Child mm-hmm. versus Ghostbusters. Oh. <laughs> and again, let's be honest. We're only listening to the Ghostbusters theme if it's Halloween. You're listening to that shit once a year, aren't you? Or in the build-up. So in terms of performance, we want the stats on it. Because it's four and five. This is going to be tough, obviously. Um, Ghostbusters at five mm. was a number two hit. Okay. And it spent 43 weeks on the charts. Mm-hmm. Independent Woman was a number one hit. Okay. But it only spent 15 weeks on the charts. Only one of those weeks as a number one hit. So it got to number one, stayed there for a week, got knocked off. Yeah. But it, and it didn't spend as long in the charts. So Ghostbusters didn't peak as high, but was there longer. stayed around for longer. Now, I don't know if these weeks in chart are cumulative. Okay, so can I, 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 I don't know back. because yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like Independent Woman might not make a comeback, but like, you know, like how Ghostbusters will every, 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 time every Halloween, <laughs> bang, bang. Well, it's like um, Nobby Holder calls is the Slade tunes, his pension plan. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you, you make those seasonal hits, you can have a seasonal yeah, spike. Yeah. So, Independent Woman is catchy as hell. 
you know, like I just love the bit like, like Charlie How Dream just get down like that. I fucking love that yeah. bit. You know, it's just catchy. But I feel like sober drunk in many parts of the world, you can kind of go na 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 na. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's more iconic. Isn't it, it is more iconic, it and is... a bit more fun. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Do we dare suffer the ire of the internet and put Roy Orbis Jr. as Ghostbusters above something that Beyonce's touched? Absolutely, we do. <laughs> so we're putting Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. There's no one else in this room to shout at us currently. <laughs> Ghostbusters is beating Independent Woman. Part one. Part one. Right then. Okay, so sorry if this is a bit of a long episode. I'm loving these. Like, we, can, we can maybe like timestamp it if you want to listen to which one. I can skip. always cut it in two. Yeah. So we have one versus three. Eye of the Tiger versus Lose Yourself. Mm. Again, better, oh, better, better yes. film song, better song. Lyrically, Lose Yourself smashes. Yes. Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger's got some great bits. You know, rising up, back on the streets, took my time, took my chances. Mm-hmm. You know, back with a man, just the will to survive. You know, blah, blah, blah. But again, too repetitive. It, it's, it says Eye of the Tiger so often. So, and the guitar and the music, so repetitive. Yeah. M- maybe I feel too strongly about Lose Yourself, but just like, I feel like the minute, like, like, I know it's become a bit of a meme, but Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah, it's good. You know, like, it's just been like, done so off you know it's a hard one that it is a hard battle between them two Eye of the Tiger obviously is the purest rock song but for me Eminem's one of those artists that always breaches playlists he breaches genres you'll find him in pop playlists you'll find him in rock playlists you'll find him in playlists that you know that Spotify calls gym playlists that I used to sit on the couch (laughs) I I like high pay songs it doesn't mean that it's my workout playlist yeah that's not happening I'm not running to this show up Spotify you know (laughs) I prefer Lose Yourself. Like, I genuinely prefer Lose Yourself. I'm not saying it's necessarily the better song, but just I just lyrically, I, I love to rap. I love to you know sing along to it. Yeah. Like, I just love the play. Like, tear this motherfucking roof off like two dogs cage. Yeah. I was playing in the beginning. The mood up changed. I've been booed up and spit out and booed off stage. Even just me talking it in my shy Lancaster. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it is oh, good. It's potent, isn't it? It's. Just it just kind of just makes you rock in your chair. Just already start. Like, I'm getting hyped now. Just thinking about it. Like, let's go. Like, it's, it's, for me, it's lose yourself. I, I'd go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd I'd go like, with you. Eye of the Tiger is massive. I feel like I might have bullied you into that one, but I do think Eye of the Tiger was massive, and its cultural impact was insane. But and there's that many people, especially like sort of people that remember going to watch the Rocky movies will have that feeling to it and that kind of... But, I know. But yeah, I, got, I like you. I, when I, like, I can play them both in my head now and I get more of a feeling. I get more of electricity running through me to lose yourself than I do I the Tiger. Yeah. Right. Five versus seven. Mm. Ghostbusters versus what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I've done, isn't it? Is, is it? Ghostbusters... Oh. Ghostbusters is the better film to Transformers 1. Oh, yeah. The song, I would say, is more iconic in a sense, but it's been around longer to have more of an impact on the cultural mainstay. Mm. You know, what I've done, I don't think it was used throughout Transformers 1. I think it was just played over the credits. Yeah. I can't really remember it being used throughout the could, film. Yeah, yeah. So I think if, unless you're like into that, well, they were very much new metal at the time. I don't know if that's what you'd brand Linkin Park yeah, as. Yeah, if you're into new metal in those, like what, 2003, me or something like that? Yeah, we did was it completely wrong. Or was it Hybrid Theory 2000? When did, what, what, which one did that, oh, they've put what I've done on? What I've done is Hybrid Theory. Is it Hybrid Theory? That's about yeah. 2000, isn't it? Either way, we're early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wish I'd, I'm not, for once, I'm not getting Spotify open to pretend I know the dates on the top of my head. It's in that neck of the woods, isn't it? Yeah. Because Minutes to Midnight was 2007. Because that gave us a heart attack the other day. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> Both knocked us like, what? That's, that's but again, just that. Date. That. Just like, like, yeah, it's. Who are you going to cut? Like, that phrase. Like, yeah, if, it's... like even now, any, I reckon to a point, and maybe it's diluted, but then again, they're doing Ghostbusters remakes, aren't they? And it reboots. looks really good, yeah. Um, then, uh, like, if, 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 if someone asked you, who are you going to call? Like, even if you didn't say, who are you going to? If you, if you ask someone, who are you going to call? Or who are you going to call? I it's, bet somebody. Uh, minutes to Midnight. Minutes to Midnight. So, 2007, then? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, time, man. Um, upsetting, man. But I reckon in in your head or some knobhead, I I I e me is gonna shout Ghostbusters. Yeah, you know? and that could be like any generation as well. I think you'd, there's a lot of kids that it's, it's still been forced to watch them even by their parents because it's a I don't know, it's a cult classic. Again, James a rock podcast, but we've not we're not done this to be a rock episode because there's not that many actual rock songs here. No, I'm gonna go Ghostbusters. 
It's a Betty movie song, isn't it? It is, yeah. And again, that's I'd much rather listen to <laughs> anything by Linkin Park. But as far as songs for movies go, yeah, Ghostbusters tops out what I've done. Right then. That's a show. I must admit, I didn't expect Linkin Park to get slapped out. Both tracks as well. Like. Yeah, well, I feel like we'd be. I'd be backing one of them to go a little bit further in the tournament. So there's people turning us off now. Well, this is, this, I apologize for how long this one. I've really, this is like we might split this into a couple of episodes, but this has been one of my babies in my head. Oh, no, I, I love it. I'm, I'm really enjoying this one. So we've so. got lose yourself versus Ghostbusters. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> so lose yourself versus Ghostbusters, man. I feel, I feel like the argument that pushed Ghostbusters through to beat what I've done, is it struck, again, the, the, the strength of the song in the movie, how iconic it is in the movie and in pop culture in general, is it strong enough to bat out losers? Because I think we've been a little inconsistent because before we said, what song do we prefer? I know, we keep doing this. And we've gone back and forth. So I feel, I'm sorry if we've been inconsistent in our judgment. I feel like I should have made notes like, I should have made like a flow chart of decision making. Because <laughs> earlier on, I was definitely doing the song I prefer. It's one of those, isn't it? It's, it's one of those categories that's so in the moment that we could do this again in two weeks' time. And change. And we could have completely different, different opinions. Outcomes. Yeah. It's like, so if you think you're right listening to this and not us, you are. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah, it's opinions, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's completely... But right now, in this current moment... Completely subjective. When I'm about to state that I think Ghostbusters should beat Lose Yourself, that is what I currently feel. <laughs> the cringe I'm getting from DJ across oh, the table. Oh, mate. But it is. Like, you've got... You've got I, I agree that Lose Yourself's got that passion. It's got the feeling. You start nodding to it. it. It's you just start the... feeling and hanging on every word, and it kind of... It's, just it's got the electricity that goes through you, and it's like, yeah, you can feel it. But Ghostbusters, man, it's massive it's a juggernaut in its field <laughs> I'm just gonna let the silence that's I'll give you a deafening silence for a second just as I stroke my chin it is well you say juggernaut didn't chart as well didn't perform as well yeah but there's another movie coming out this year <laughs> it might do to be fair it, it's only a midges dick between no well uh, Lose Yourself's a number one hit Ghostbusters is a number two hit Lose Yourself spent 52 weeks on chart mm. Ghostbusters spent 43 now Lose Yourself only spent one week as a number one so it's yeah. not the strongest number one no. hit out there and it only did well I say only it did what 43 maths question Lose Yourself nine more weeks in the chart will have done well because of Eminem because well, no, cause it's that, Eminem it's one of his earliest but it's Eminem People will. Eminem is a massive artist, and people will buy tracks because they like Eminem. Ghostbusters got where it is because of the soundtrack. With a with a lesser note, with a little. Oh, it yeah. got to that point because it's a movie soundtrack. Lose yourself might not have. Lose yourself will have done well with with um, Eight Mile coming out, but Ghostbusters has become a monumental and massive soundtrack on the back of the Ghostbusters film alone. And like lose yourself, but lose yourself is is the is, is part of the coattails of Eminem. But he, but would you equally? I know we're doing movie songs, but remove Ghostbusters. Imagine it was just like a novelty hit. Remove Eight Mile. Release both of them. Ghostbusters ain't anywhere near the height it's getting. No, no, it's, it's not. It came along in a better film. Ghostbusters is a better film than Eight Mile. Mm -hmm. But lose yourself is a better song than. You can. I don't, I feel like you, you made a pretty convincing argument, but I feel like, you, but you can flip it on its head. Of course that, you can. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, yeah, yeah. you're saying that, like, song-wise, you're, you're, you're saying better. lose yourself would be almost successful regardless. Yes, I am. Yes, and you're seeing that as a strength. Like the the film Ghostbusters and the song kind of elevated each other and helped mm -hmm. each other out. I almost see that as a weakness. They're relying on each other. But it's lose yourself could stand not. alone on its own two feet, regardless of Eight Mile. But, but, this they, is but, a then, movie but then you arguing, but you're, you're equally the same argument I'm using to knock you down with Ghostbusters needed the film, as in the track needed the film and vice versa, almost like a symbiotic relationship. You're saying that Lose Yourself was with Eminem. It didn't have it, anything else it, behind it. Eminem, you give, you, so Eminem you're saying behind it. You give Lose Yourself to unknown John Smith rapper, it's not successful. Or no, no, not no, as no, successful. Right, so yes. Right, okay. I see your point. So if Lose Yourself was in 8 Mile, but it wasn't done by Eminem. Yeah. Or like, or in a film. Lose Yourself is in a film, but it's not Eminem. 
Yeah, it's not the film starring Eminem, written by Eminem, about his story. Yeah, fair. <laughs> this round is a madness, right? No, like how Lincoln, we ended up here. Lincoln Park knocked out early, <laughs> and like I'm sitting on like the most painful fence in my life, arguing the toss between Ghostbusters and Lose Yourself. Right, I think you've got enough passion in your argument, and I feel like I've flip flopped. <laughs> fuck it, Ghostbusters beats Lose Yourself to our best fast movie song. Christ alive, man. <laughs> just remember this when we get to the Disney I'm going to have some like passionate opinions about the Disney <laughs> I'm, like, just, I'm, I'm bowing to you here I'm conceding defeat but I'm not entirely happy about it that's fair enough alright so Disney and Pixar final round before we get to our semi-finals and finals ladies and gents like this is the toughest one really because this whole tournament from like round of 16 onwards could have been on Disney Pixar's tracks we said that earlier each individual category you could probably do this whole show within each category itself. If you wanted to find enough songs, and enough movies. Disney. Disney Pixar is just, again, I said it earlier, such a rabbit hole. There's going to be that many people who've got their favourite Disney movie, their favourite song and stuff like that. So, again, like I said earlier, if, if you're outraged that something that you thought should have been included hasn't, yeah, fair play. Message and, us. And good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do another one of these. Like, I'm outraged myself at the, the, the songs we picked. Not that they're bad and they're not the wrong choices, but like I said, I bloody love... Tarzan, yeah. and it's and you know I actually love the soundtrack probably more than the actual film. I yeah, I love the film yeah, yeah. because of the soundtrack. Yeah, you know, like just everything about it. There's just so much Phil Collins does in that soundtrack, and equally Phil Collins does. Uh, I'm on my way from Brother Bear as well. It's a, it might be Brother Bear two rather than just the first one, but mm. basically, if Phil Collins touches it, it turns to gold. That's that's my point. That's fair. That is a fair statement. And <laughs> we've not included any of those songs. My sister Emily and I, and a few people I've worked with in the past, actually, both lo we love, and a few of our friends um, from Mulan, Be a Man. Mm. Like Emily and I, my sister, we slap that as a duet. I'll do the like the, <laughs> the deep bits. She does the hard bits. But so none of those have been included. When you hear the songs we've picked, I hope you'll understand why we've picked them. Yeah, these were a bit more difficult to seed. Because they've not all necessarily been released as singles. Sure. Sometimes they might be released as like a compilation album and put out there. You know, you can find them on Spotify, or what have you. But there's definitely a lot we've missed. Like we've barely included any from. I wanted to do a Hawaiian roller coaster ride from Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. We didn't really include any from Princess and the Frog, and that's got some great ones. You know. But anyway, from uh, send an order from one to eight. Number one, we have Let It Go from Frozen. Sure. Nadina Menzel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, we have Circle of Life. From The Lion King, yep. Alan John, etc. Uh, three, we have A Whole New World from Aladdin. Yes. Sung by various people throughout its time. Peter Andre and uh, Jordan. Cave Rice, yeah. <laughs> uh, four, from Moana, we have How Far I'll Go. That's a great track. I want to pick you welcome. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Five, we've got Beauty and the Beast. Now, for me, just going forward when we come back to this, I'm considering this the Angela Lansbury version when she was Mrs. Potts. Mm. More recently, when it was remade starring um, Emma Watson, etc., yeah. it was done by Ariana Grande and John Legend. Mm -hmm. You can't beat Lansbury. You no. know, she, was she, she played Mary Poppins? I don't, I don't know. She's she, she done everything. She's, okay. uh, she's done everything. Sure. Uh, she, I think she a murder she wrote. I think she's in one of those detective series. I, I think that's so Angela Lansbury. Anyway, that's Beauty and the Beast at number five. Uh, number six, we have Under the Sea. By Sebastian the Crab. Yes. Oh, dear lobster. Is it crab? Lobster? Sebastian. Man. Um, seven. What, what I think you're going to push pretty far, if I'm honest, we have Wish Upon a Star, or When You Wish Upon a Star. Yeah. I've written on our little bracket here, Wish Upon a Star, because it couldn't fit on my power. Yeah, yeah, it's fair enough. And number eight, a cracking suggestion we had from our friend Hannah yesterday. I can't believe we didn't even think about it. Uh, You've Got a Friend in Me yeah. by Randy Newman from Toy mm -hmm. Story. So again, very little chart information. This is going to be try and maybe ignore the films for a while. We have to think just pure song. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think we go, which song do we prefer? I think then we think use of the song in the movie and then just which movie we prefer can be our final decider if we're like... Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. So number one versus number eight is going to be a tough one. Okay. Because it's Let It Go versus You've Got a Friend in Me. I consider us to be the Toy Story generation. Yeah. You know, we're like, Pixar... kids, man. Yeah. Like, started pushing out Toy Story and I would rather listen... Uh, I probably would. I wouldn't really listen to either of them, given a choice. Yeah, I don't really have them on any playlist. But let it go is culturally though, isn't it? 
It's it was everywhere. Massive. Now, it actually only peaked at 11th. That did surprise me. Mm. But it spent 70 weeks on charts. Plus it did. Yeah. I cannot find information on You've Got a Friend in Me, which is why we seeded it 8th. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have Can't any... Uh, I wanted to be consistent with how we seeded these. Yeah. So, Let It Go, much more dramatic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot more production put into it. You know, the power... It's in, more powerful, as well, I was going to say, yeah. You know, it's a lot more... Oomph. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, again, like my, what I said, my lowest criteria for ranking this is preference of the movie. I need to remember that, because I couldn't prefer Toy Story more <laughs> no. to Frozen. But let's be honest, in terms of a song, starting slow, kind of talk singing, and then when when she opens up both barrels yeah. and like puts her foot down... It is... It, it, the point in the movie that it's at as well works so, so well. It work, yeah. It's it's powerful. It's an empowering, empowering song. It is. So I yeah, think we're we're kind massive. of saying we're in agreement here, aren't we? Again, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to knock out. You've got a friend story, in me, yeah. but I and I promise I did, probably didn't want to seed it against Let It Go. No, because it seemed a bit unfair. But I had no information. No, no, I, yeah. I had to keep my system consistent. My system consistent. Right. So that's that's a bit of a shame. And again, this one. I feel like I'm going to have to argue against you here, judging what I think, you know. <laughs> we've got Circle of Life at number two okay. versus When You Wish Upon a Star. I know you want to put When You Wish Upon a Star further. That, Do you? Or is that just is that like your initial gut, but then when you start thinking about it? When You Wish Upon a Star is Disney in my head. That is... It is Disney. That, they're synonymous with each other. It's, it's one and the same. Yeah, quintessential. Song, yeah. yeah. Song wise, it's not as good. And I feel like this is my chance to give Elton a bit more backing when we did slap down Tiny Dancer earlier because he came up against Wet 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 Lovers all around. But that was it. a difficult one. That <laughs> I was I was debating keeping Tiny Dancer in on that one, but <sighs> I know what you mean. Like, but again, and this is the problem with I think with the Disney round, know, just like our used well round. We're comparing different kinds of songs in yeah. fast and slow. Well, I suppose in fast we were coming with a bit of novelty, with a bit of yeah, yeah. But in slow, everything was of of a similar ilk: ballad, yeah. powerful, or whereas Disney, you know, you've got everything. When you wish upon a star, like I said it's the different. I suppose they are both quite emotional songs. Circle of Life and When You Wish Upon a Star. I you know, get more emotionally involved with Wish Upon a Star. It's, it's that slow down, just ending your dreams come. You know, just the dreams it's, come it's, true. It's, bit. it's that one little melody line that gets me. Do you know that they have with the when they used to, in the original VHSs that you used to get as a kid? And you, yeah. You got the castle that appears at the beginning of the lines, yeah. and then it's the star that goes over. It's the da 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 and it's that, and it's I think from watching the old Disney VHSs as a kid, I don't know. It's ingrained, and it's it 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 gets me. So it's one of them. I think it's more ingrained in Disney, like I said, for the, the it's because one a much earlier released, mm. integrated consistently, like you said, throughout. Versus, I think Circle of Life. Does it fit better? Because obviously, Circle of Life in the Animal Kingdom of the Lion King versus When You Wish Upon a Star, Pinocchio. Yes. Right. So yeah, it's making that wish one to be a real boy, and you know his conscience in the form of Jeremy. Uh, uh, what's the cricket called? Uh, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Jeremy. Chat shy over here, mate. Been talking too long. Um, so again, it, it, like put my Elton bias to one side. Oh, yeah, that, that, so it's the better song. Circle of Life. And we said that. Didn't and we? it has got the power to it, and it's got the. I don't know. It's. It is the better song, and that—that that is me trying to disconnect from the Your, nostalgia and yeah, that yeah. memory no, and fair, the kind of fair. passion I've got for that. But yeah, it's uh, it's it, yeah, Elton John is the better, is the better out of those. Well, you're right. <laughs> it's a tough one though. Very tough it, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, three versus six, kind of different tunes to a point. We've got a whole new world from Aladdin mm-hmm. versus Under the Sea. Tough one. Is it? What, you think Under the Sea? Yeah. <laughs> a Whole New World is fantastic, and it is a good song, and I love it just for the, um, the Jordan and Peter Andre album and that kind of thing they did, which is fucking hilarious. But 
Under the Sea. Again, I, I, I preferred Little Mermaid as a kid to Aladdin. So, I, again, I'm going into movies that I shouldn't be... Like, yeah, we said that's, that, that's what we're coming matter. at the end. That's the exactly. end of our criteria. But, uh, yeah, I think Under the Sea is the better, the better song there. Yeah, I'm struggling the with this one. The musicality to it so, is better. Uh, oh. The jokes in it, the... It's just, it's just a better song. Because we said, what song we prefer? Culture and popularity, then to the quality of the movie. Because I probably prefer Aladdin to The Little Mermaid. Okay. If I'm being honest, and again, and that's why I should, why I should be ignoring here is I prefer the songs throughout mm. Aladdin. Okay. So you know, you got a friend like you never got to have a friend like me done by Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, Prince Ali. Prince Ali, is it one more step? The one he sings when he's like running through the bazaar. One step over yeah, the bread yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. You know that one. Um, but equally, what's Little Mermaid's got that's up there, is it? Somewhere up there. Like When she's talking about the thingy my bobs and the. But again, you again, kiss the girl. You've kiss, got. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, that's, we're getting off topic. Yeah. You got, I, I think, I think you are probably right. You know, like how many times could you say, you know, Life is better where it gets wetter. Take it from me. Yeah, it's you say, a fun song. It's and I know. Fun, and if you say under the sea as well, like how many people are gonna go do 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 do? I mean, if we're getting into it, it's your fucking doorbell. Right, it is my doorbell <laughs> because when I bought this house, it had this electronic doorbell, and I was flicking through the songs, and I Don't got to fucking try to no 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 no, and I got to under the sea, and. I must admit, it is actually starting to grate on me at the moment. I've been here a few <laughs> months now, and it's like, okay, this was funny to begin with. Only because it, it plays it kind of through twice. If it did it once and cut, but it, like, so sometimes I get to the door and I've like, got a delivery, Chinese or Amazon, and I'm kind of there going, yeah, that, that, that's me. Under the sea, ring to, you know. Yeah, 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 but no, I, you know, I agree with you, if I'm honest. I, <laughs> I kind of want to put a hole in the world. Because, you know, again, like, like, if we go lyrically and the impact of the lyrics. Yeah. Um... As much as you know, I can show you the world, you know, shining, shimmering, splendid, you know, a magic carpet, you know, all this, it's not as strong as... Un- I'm, I'm going with Under the Sea because it's more fun. Yeah, and the steel I'd drums enjoy in listening it. To yeah, it more. the steel drums in it. Okay, so... Uh, We're going to have some weird fucking final rounds at the end of this. Oh, thing. this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, so four versus five and again it's always hard when you're getting towards the middle of the ranking here yeah. uh, it's how far I'll go mm-hmm. from Moana versus Beauty and the Beast it's Beauty and the Beast it's literally <sighs> a tale as old as time <laughs> good night ladies and gentlemen night you're done I have to finish like, it, it, my, I think my, I think my problem is how far I'll go as beautiful as it is and it's a cracking opening you know and you're used throughout when it's used in Moana. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite Moana track. No, and that's probably why I'm knocking it down. If I'm being honest, so I need to it's probably not take my second up. favorite Moana track. Because you've got what you're welcome, you're welcome shiny. shiny. It is how far I go the make way one that they sing at the start. Make way, make way. That one was that was that a different one? Was that literally make way? Like, do I need to get the Moana soundtrack up? Maybe, but yeah, I, they, you, you're gonna struggle to beat Beauty and the Beast on that one. And again, it is that just just for the opening lyric, the uh, tale of the oldest time, and it's it automatically gets into your head from that. Yeah, like how far I go is quality. Oh, we know the way. That's another one. Um, where you are, I don't know where you are is a good one. Maybe where you are is the one I'm thinking of that goes make way, make way. Mm. No, yeah, for me it's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, yeah. you know, Mrs. Chips. Sorry, Mrs. Potts singing to Chip. Yeah. You know. It's just beautiful. It's horribly yeah, beautiful. Good. It's it is, so it good. good. It's a it's a good track. It is a good track. Yeah. Like again, if if I was just doing like sheer biased rankings, I wouldn't have seeded it fifth. No. Uh, but again, it's just using what chart uh, data we had available. Um. Alright, so let me get this ready. So, beauty and und the beast. Jim <laughs> <laughs> version. Right, so that gives us on off uh, semis in the Disney Pixar round. So we've got Let It Go mm-hmm. versus Under the Sea. Yeah. Under the Sea's a shitload more fun. It is a shit Let It Go is the much better song. Yeah. It's the power. It's the drama. Yeah. It's the empowerment behind it. It's that. 
I don't think the fun of the steel drums and fun daft lyrics of against can, the power of Let It Go. Go. I didn't think it could be against a whole new world. You convinced me a little bit otherwise. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd put Let It Go through over Under the Sea. The number one seeds, man. They're number one seeds for a reason. They've been pretty strong. There's not been too many upsets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. versus The Circle of Life. And The Circle of Life is probably the better song. But Beauty and the Beast is just beautiful. I'd go Circle of Life. Yeah. I, I probably I think Beauty and the Beast is more beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think it's used better in the film. I think it has a bigger impact in the film. Sure. You know, Circle of Life is used at the opening of yeah. Lion King. But when Beauty and the Beast is sung in the film, it's usually about halfway through, you know, as Belle and, yeah. you know, the Beast are kind of going. It's used better... But do you get a more iconic opening when the, are they singing in Swahili? I believe they're singing Swahili. Yeah, and I think so. it translates yeah, yeah. "He's a lion," something like "He's a lion," yeah, or something yeah. you know. And everyone tries to impersonate it, and yeah, yeah. you know, um, end up singing like Arsene Wenger, Mami Gisi, like don't they? Yeah, yeah, like, everyone yeah, does something stupid and butchers it. it. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably push Circle of yeah, Life. I go Circle of Life. Yeah, which is the again fa- cultural impact. You can look at the theatre show as well. That's still going madness. For yeah. It. yeah, it's still. Huge. Yeah. Again, that'll sort of live forever. So I think this is actually our first time the number one and two seed mm. have gone all the way through. So it's Let It Go versus Circle of Life. Right. Now, we've not chosen much about the statistics because there wasn't much. So these both peaked at 11th. Mm. Uh, Let It Go spent significantly longer yeah. on chart. You know, the weeks on chart were much bigger. Let it go is more powerful. We've used that word a lot. We have used that word. It tells a story much better. Yeah. You know, I think Circle Life is a bit more generic in its film. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. From the day we arrived on the, you yeah. know, the day we arrived on the planet, blah, blah, could blah. Could be used to a different movie. Yeah. If you want, if you really want. Yeah, to. you probably could. Whereas Let It Go, like I said, the, the point is used, which is, which is in that character. castle. Yeah. You know, and she's. You know, just yeah. just letting her powers go, mm-hmm. using her powers, not afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's very personal for that scene, that movie, and then. So like we said, so we said better song, cultural impact, better film, in the order of importance. So Lion King is the much better film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then again, it's just—is it copying? Is it Henry the Fourth? Is that the Shakespeare play? Yeah, it there's uh, there's well, another animation as well. Apparently, that it's does it. The, but then again, Let It Go is probably from some. It's got some inspiration, probably from some fairy tale or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Oh, sorry, Frozen. So I'd say like, I prefer Lion King as a film. I'd mm-hmm. rather watch Lion King than Frozen. Yes, I would. Because it has better songs throughout. I'd say as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I, we don't like. We haven't even done. I just can't wait to be king. I know. Yeah. Yeah, and that like I bloody love that because it's got Rowan Atkins in it. Yeah, Zazu, it's Zazu, you know. Um, and Akuna Matata, you know. Yeah. Like, so, culturally, it's your time difference, isn't it? So, you know, Frozen coming out, what, 2013? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. that. When you can stream, you can DVD, every little kid, boy or girl, was watching it all. And you have, then it was. Still the, is. The, yeah. Then it was. <laughs> There's the, houses with it still yeah, on repeat. Then it was yeah. the sing along version. Yeah. You know, the I hate my friend's kids, so I want to buy them a flute to learn to play it version. Yes. You know, <laughs> uh, whereas, you know, Lion King coming out in 94. Mm-hmm. Like I said, VHS, but they said the popular Broadway sh- or West End show, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. I still, I think we can't look past Let It Go. I'm gonna. <laughs> you reckon Circle of Life? Yeah. Again, Let It Go is. It's, it's, it's a monster it, powerhouse. Exactly. Yeah. It's. It was everywhere. But I do prefer Circle of Life. Yeah, I'd go Circle of Life. Circle of Life. And again, that might be an age thing. It might be a... But... And it's hard to fight your bias sometimes. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, you'd probably say Let Go is better because it's more personable. Yeah. Musically, different because, you know, Circle of Life is much of a slower starter. It builds up. But like, I, yeah, like, have you ever seen the, the, the cast perform at the Lion King? Like, I've seen it where they've done it on like, planes and stuff. I've seen it on the tube and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. When they, oh, it's mad. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, Circle Again, of Life. Again, it's got its own power to it, hasn't it? That kind of... That, that track. Right, so... Yeah, Circle of Life. We've come to our semi-finals then. From the slow round, 
we have the powerhouse from the number one seed, Everything I Do. I do it for you, Brian mm-hmm. Adams. Which is going to go up against the number two seed from the Disney round, Circle of Life. Okay. So that's a pretty, like... They're not. My... Actually, no, sorry, they're not going against each other. Oh, right. I'm reading my bracket wrong, sorry. It's Everything I Do from Brian Adams going up against The Times They Are A-Changing. Sorry, <laughs> I, re- I read my bracket wrong. I was reading it across, not down. Right. So yeah, it's Everything I Do, I Do It For You, Brian Adams versus Bob Dylan's The Times They Are A-Changing. I mean, you can try. I can try. I don't think I'm just... <laughs> I mean, you had, we, 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 had, we played rock, paper, scissors for you to get that one through out of its original round. So... You almost want you want you want to test the fates, do you? Or is it you thinking that you deserve? <sighs> Again, Dylan, is it the like? Are you going Dylan over just the quality of that particular song? The song, the times they are a changing, versus everything I do. I suppose you could definitely make the argument, regardless of the era it's released in. There's always political strife, conflict, and issues. So that does make the times they are changing. Virtually timeless. Yeah. It could be hit it could hit in any era. Yeah. Everything I do, maybe it was so maybe it just struck gold mm-hmm. at the right time. Yeah. It hit a big film with a big tune. And I just don't think you can look past sixteen weeks as number one. Wasn't it for like Donkey's Years, the longest reigning number one until something yeah, yeah, disposed yeah. it? Yeah. Like I don't. I love. Like I say I don't like using stats. I love using stats, but it's lies, damn lies, and statistics, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You can uh, use it to say what you want the power that it has that that, that rain like you say did it strike gold well you can strike gold and be number one for a few weeks Mm. 16 yeah you know four months give or take you know a third of the year it was number one for (laughs) yeah the times they are changing as times the tune isn't as beautiful as it is I think the beauty of the song's both of them is kind of on a par. I don't yeah. think there's much to... I think we're splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyrically, the times the other changes probably has a better message. Yeah. I prefer to sing everything I do. Yeah. You know, the times they are a changing. Like, you you kind of put it in last minute <laughs> and it seeded at seventh <laughs> in its round. It didn't... I know. Like... Uh, so, but the thing is it was put in that round for how well it's used in films hmm. and it's used phenomenally well in that Watchmen sequence because it goes over so many different decades yeah yeah you, know, you have the you have like you have like the Vietnam War then you have like um, civil unrest in America with mm-hmm. like is it what's he called the 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 big guy that rapes that tries to rape oh the, comedian com- I ideally called him the Joker like, nah, nah, nah. I know it was well, a funny name technically yeah technically um, I honestly think it's Brian Adams is the better one. I think it's, I think it's the better song. I do think it's the better song. If I'm being completely honest, I think it's a better song. Again, it's not that they are better than Dylan. Christ, no. I think it is the better song. It's I, the better movie soundtrack song. I don't think it's used as effectively. No. As the times they are changing. In the one in the in the main example we have, we could probably find other examples of when the t- the times that they are a change is used. Again, I've got that it's almost the M M&M and M argument earlier. I, Bob Dylan. I think any it could have been any one of Bob Dylan's songs there and used in a movie, and I try and defend it right the way through to the end because of what it is and what it was and who he was and what he's done for that kind the the music in general. Yeah. Where it's that song got big as being that song. I know Brian Adams has got other hits as well, but not compared to Bob Dylan. Like I say, every song in the world. If you take it back, it goes back to Bob Dylan. So, yeah, I'll let him go. <laughs> oh, that's the next round, wasn't it? But yeah, everything I do, it's, it's going through to the final. It's got to. Absolutely sure. got to. Okay, yeah. Personally, like we'll we'll see what comes on, on at it from the other side of the bracket, but I don't know. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, man. So, Dylan, the the Cinderella story from being seventh all the way through to the mm-hmm. uh, well, I suppose it'd be the quarterfinals, wouldn't it? Because that was a semi. 
Yeah. So we've got Circle of Life versus Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really not rooting for any of the underdogs here. Circle Life is a better tune. <laughs> Don't. It's not as funky. It's not as fun. It had more star power behind it, which you can either look at as a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. It's not used as well in the movie compared to Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. As in, you know, like, like we said, the, the, the theme song and the movie, they elevated each other. Yes. You know, that movie isn't the same without the Ghostbusters theme song. No. You could probably potentially remove Circle of Life. The Lion King's still going to be pretty quality. Yeah. But it is a phenomenal opening sequence, though. Yeah. You know, like it's over those grasslands and the savannah, the, the watering holes, the trees, all the animals approaching Pride Rock. But again, I'm starting to think about the movie now. Yeah. But, but it adds to the, the atmosphere of, it of that scene and yeah. you know, the drama. So... Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd go Circle of Life on that. Yeah. You, you like, you like oh, my argument? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'd, I'd love for Ghostbusters just, just to go through and beat everything else we've mentioned so far. It'd be so <laughs> fucking good. We've done this whole podcast on the best movie soundtrack and we've knocked out some amazing tracks for With Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters to fucking win. But no, I'm, I'm happy that Ghostbusters got as far as it had. But no, I'm, I'm not going to try and defend that over um, Circle of Life. So we've got the number one seed from the slow... And the number two seed from Disney, Everything I Do, I Do It For You, versus Circle of Life. My heart's telling me everything. No, my head's telling me everything I do. I do it for you. My heart's kind of saying, no, Circle of Life could edge this. You know. But put those two songs standalone. You've got a playlist. I, I tell you, you have to listen to a song. I'm going to listen to everything I do. If it's the toss-up between those two. I don't know if I would. Circle of Life is the better song. I know it's massive, but it's because it's... I prefer the... Just the song itself, the melody to it, the lyrics, the actual listening to the song itself. I think I'd rather listen to Circle of Life. And again, it's it's weird because, you, like you said with others, you'd only ever listen to that in regard to Lion King. Mm. There's so many of the Elton John songs that you'd go and listen if you wanted to listen to something of that ilk and that kind of thing. You'd find a different track. But if it's between those two tracks... I think I prefer, track-wise, the Circle of Life. Which is bizarre, <laughs> but I don't know. Or are you saying the other way? You you choose to you choose to listen to everything I, I do. I, I don't know. L- lyrically, you said Circle Life is better. I think in the sense it might tell a story, and it doesn't necessarily need to be put to the Lion King. Mm. You know, from the day we arrived. You said the that earlier, yeah. yeah. Creative, creative, like you said, creative, uh, creative, yeah. it doesn't need to be put to the Lion King. And the Lion King doesn't need it put to it either. The Lion King can survive without it. Circle Life could be put to something else. Anything with the nature or anything just mm-hmm. about, you know, based, but so story-wise, but I think the, you know, just how sim- how short the lyrics are to everything I do. You know, look into my eyes. You will see what you mean. Obviously, I'm speaking them. And then he's, he's, you know, search your heart, search yeah, yeah. your soul. When you find me, you'll search no more. Don't tell me it's not worth trying for. It's not worth dying for. You know, it's for everything I do. I do it for you. Um, so we got more of a, you know, almost like a confessional, a love song to a person, whereas yeah. Circle of Life, a much grander, big picture song. So lyrically, it depends what you, you what you pride in your lyrics. Mm-hmm. Pride. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly I, clearly I've maybe had more bias to Brian Adams than I realised throughout this whole hour and a bit conversation we've had we really need to be, learn to be more succinct um, and I don't want it to come down to rock paper scissors I want to make a decision like are you, you that's, you're going to bat for Circle of Life I think I'm going to bat for Circle of Life over Brian Adams so, so musically definitely a, it's a grand it's a grander song Circle of Life isn't it there's a lot more to it yeah you know, but again, the simplicity in the, uh, the piano, the piano man in everything I do. And I feel like, because I've gone to bat for that so often, I want to keep going to bat for it. You know, like I've, I've pushed yeah, it through. Sure. And I, yeah, yeah. I out-argued you against Bob Dylan. Yeah. So better song versus cultural impact. Yeah, Circle Life beats on cultural impact. Then better movie. Well, then 
Lion King versus Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Well, it's Lion King, isn't it? Aye, aye. it probably is. I bloody, <laughs> I bloody love Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, though. Um, yeah, but Lion King won some. Yeah, the, yeah everyone would argue the Lion King's the better film, so better film, better cultural impact. I will stand by that I think Brian Adams is the better song. I think it's daft to not think about how many weeks is it number one for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because there are a lot of better Elton tracks that have done a significantly a lot better. Yeah. But on, on the range of criteria we've discussed today, preference, songs, lyrics, cultural impact, significance, and again, maybe the power that it's not just been done by Elton. It mm-hmm. has been done in the Broadway show. It has been, and still brings it. Yeah, exactly. You, know, still you give everything I do, it. I do it for you. You give it to someone else and they do something different to it, would you be a bit worried? Mm-hmm. You know, and you need someone as soulful not to have power but not be scary with it. Yeah. You, you know, like, I almost think like if you like give it to one of my great, like you give it to like a meatloaf, that's going to be a really different tune in it. He won't be able to sing that as slow without no. racking it up a bit, you know. So, yeah, I suppose it looks like our winner of our best movie sound songs tournament, inaugural tournament, is The Circle of Life. I mean, it's come a fair way, that. <laughs> yeah, it's come full circle. Wow. Oh, no, sorry. I've had to wow. ruin that. Okay, that People are going to think this whole thing was a ruse Self. for you to get to that fucking joke. There's no way on God's green <laughs> anyone, anyone would set up a joke that poorly. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was fun, though. That was a fun discussion. I really enjoyed and, that. And clearly, we, we got it wrong from the start, probably, according to everyone, you know, according to everyone and anyone. But... How far, like, like, just highlights how far Ghostbusters got. I mean, like, I knew you were going to push anything. Ghostbusters went against Circle of Life, I'd have probably still. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Ghostbusters did go against Circle of Life. Yeah, That's why I put Circle of Life yeah, forward. I know. But, yeah, I, it was good. I really enjoyed that. It was a good little. Well, you've got some editing to do, but. <laughs> Friends, family, thank you for your continuing, you know, and, and, and all of the listeners, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for mentioning it to us and making us part of your routine whenever you can. Tell us where we're wrong. I'm never wrong, so you, there's no point in fall on deaf ears. But feel free to tell me. Uh, it's been a fun argument. Tell us where we fucked up our own criteria that we oh, kind God, of made yeah. up on the spot. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I tried to make it as fair as possible. What other categories would you have done, maybe? Yeah. But uh, cheers. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm about to go and blast Brian Adams for the next two hours and like, <laughs> go cry in a corner. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Speak to you soon, guys. Take care.